Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast with co-hosts Jacob and Terry. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Today, we're doing another interview with Chase Gallette from the top youth, no, the no, the Entrepreneur's <laughs> Rebellion. You've done so many name changes that I can't even Shut keep up, up with it. <laughs> My friends keep making fun of me for it, all right? This is the uh, final name change, I promise. Okay, we'll see about that. Anyways, guys, today we're going to be diving into how to do networking in person. We just recorded part one of this episode, which is how to network online over on Chase's podcast. So make sure you guys go check out that first before you before you listen to this one, but then come back, listen to this because we have some great advice um, for you to hear today about how to network in person. Um, two completely different ball games. So Chase, why don't you kick us off? What do you what's your first tip for us? Yeah, man. So networking in person, right? completely different than online networking so much better so much better than online networking i love networking in person because here's the thing right when you're online you can't build human rapport that was the biggest thing that we were talking about that was one of the big things we were talking about with our strategies with online networking is trying to build it's trying to replicate human rapport right well when, when you're in person, you don't have to replicate it. You can just do it. You can just <laughs> talk to people, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's. I heard this entire guy, his entire business is literally called TTP, talk to people. It's, it is the most, like, in-person networking is the most powerful tool anyone can use to grow their business, all right? Because, like, think about the energy that I have right now on this podcast, right? <laughs> like, I'm going, I'm hyper, I have all this stuff to say, I'm, I'm hyped up. Think about how much this would impact you if I was standing two feet from your face. Mm-hmm. If I was right up with you, you know, jazzed, talking to you about the things that I love, like, you know, clapping you on the shoulder, shaking your hand, looking you in the eyes, you would get energized too. Like, this human rapport is the strongest thing you can do when it comes to in-person networking. It's amazing. Like, in-person networking is so, so powerful, guys. I cannot stress this enough. With It has sucked that COVID has, like, nailed that nailed the coffin of this thing but it's coming back all right like <laughs> i the cdc updated their guidelines like literally two days ago maybe it was last night that fully vaccinated americans can start going into indoor places without masks yeah we are getting towards the end of this which means that we are able to start in-person networking again even if you have a mask you can still go to in-person networking so, J- Jacob, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm psyched about this, brother. I love in-person networking. Tell me what you're Dude, you're, you're so excited, man. I'm, I'm so excited as well. And I think this is just such a valuable skill to have. I think as young people, we haven't fully developed this skill yet. And I think it's something True. that those who do work on it while they're young just have a massive advantage over those who don't because it's just going to pay off for years to come. I guess, Chase, what's your, your biggest sort of advice for for getting started with this? Like, how would you go out and start networking in person for the very first time? Okay, so there's a couple of things that are connected to in-person networking, right? Like, the first thing is when you come into an in-person, when when you're networking in person, you want to bring energy. You want to have so much energy that people are just overwhelmed by it because, because, all right, all right, chemistry, here we go. Energy cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred, okay? 
that is true for not only physical energy, but also the energy between people, mm. right? Energy is not created or destroyed by our, by our relationships, by our interactions. It's only transferred and, and transformed into different forms, right? So, for example, like if I'm talking to someone and they're really negative, I'm not losing my energy. It's just becoming negative energy. So when I show up to someone, right, and I'm in a networking situation, I walk up to someone, I saunter up, you know, I'm like, hey, brother, what's up? And I enter with energy, you know, like that energy is going to go to that other person. They are going to feel more energized by me. So like, here's, here's what I do when I'm in person networking, right? I walk up to people, like, you know, I kind of, kind of get their attention. I'm like, hey man, and they'll, they'll turn face me. I'm like, hey man, I'm Chase. I connection, this is big, I connection. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'm Chase, bro, and compliment them. This is like my biggest strategy. And it's, I took it from how to win friends and influence people. I connect, eye contact, smile, compliment. It's like you, you walk up, connect with their eyes, look them in the eyes, smile. Not as effective with masks, but people can still tell you're smiling. <laughs> yeah. Smile, you'd be like, hey bro, I just wanna say, outfit looks great tonight. Like seriously, that suit, that suit coat, it fits you perfectly. My name's Chase. Reach your hand out, handshake, all right? Human connection, it, touching people, literally. Like hugging, hold it, like shaking hands, builds this this physical connection humans are like it's it's a literal psychological and fundamental thing of human beings that we love connection with other people right like that's that's what like in ancient times that's why tribes like like na enemy native american tribes would kill each other all the time is because they were connected so tightly with the people of their tribe that they absolutely hated these other people who tried to harm their kin mm. so it is a fundamental piece of human biology psychology that you connect with other people we are social creatures so when you walk up to someone when you grasp their hands look at them in the eyes compliment them like that's going to connect you with them more than anything else ever would right, right. Like yes. if you just walk up and start talking you're not going to have that basic rapport such great uh, interview advice as well you know when you walk into an interview for the first time you know eye contact yeah. smiling handshake body language, energy, all the things you just said. Great advice. And the thing I want to touch on here is knowing when you're in perfect opportunities for networking. Because I can think back to, I was in FBLA throughout high school. You were in DECA, Chase. Sure. And we would go to like these state conferences. These were like multi-day conferences. And you'd be there with thousands of other students. Um, you're all there to compete in your events, hang out, have fun, you know, win, win your competition. Um, but I, th I think one thing that I could have done better throughout high school was using these conferences for networking. These were the highest achieving, the most business-minded kids from yes. all around the state. And here I was, I was hanging out, having fun with my friends, you know, from my high school. But I wish I would have connected with kids from other high schools, you know, growing that network. Uh, I just, I just wish I would have done that a little bit better. Gold right there, Jacob. Gold. All right. I remember. Here's a distinct memory of mine. All right. There was this guy, right, who gave at, at the state conference for DECA in 20. Oh God, in 2020, before, before, right before COVID, literally like a week and a half before <laughs> everything got shut down. There was this guy who was giving a speech, right, and he gave this really, really huge. He was a successful businessman. He had like a reality TV show where he did business and a bunch of other stuff. And I remember after his, he gave, he gave a wonderful speech on, on courage and, and love and loving the game, something like that. And I remember 
after his speech, we were all after his speech, and we were all leaving this room of four thousand people. I saw him. I was like ten feet away from him, and I didn't talk oh, to him. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I was. I was too busy. I, I have this distinct memory. I was with my friends, right? We were all together. We were in our, we were in our clique in our group, you know. We were like, I was like, guys, look, that's the guy who gave the speech. And they were like, oh, that's so cool. And we kept going. And I look back at that now, like no, like with everything I know back now, I look back at that and I'm like, oh my god, Chase, <laughs> that was, that guy was so cool. Like, yeah. I, like it's. And here's the biggest thing: you need to know when you're in a situation for networking, like Jacob said. Like, maybe you don't go to giant business conferences, but that doesn't mean you can't be in a bar. You see a dude walk in with a suit? Maybe that's a guy that you can network with. You never know. And it doesn't hurt to sit down and talk to him. It never hurts to sit down and talk to someone. And so this is going to be another piece of advice that I have for people, is when you are learning to network, right, the biggest thing you can do to build your confidence with networking, because if you just if you just show up at a business conference, and you've never done this whole networking thing before, you're gonna feel awkward. Like you're gonna be like, can I just can I just walk up to this person? Like, is that something I, I can do? And you're gonna doubt yourself, and then you're gonna doubt yourself some more, and then you're not gonna do it, and you're gonna be like, oh, I didn't do it, and then it's gonna be like this whole self-repeating cycle, you know, where you tear yourself down. So, if you want to build your confidence for networking, here's what I do. Right, I have a goal every single day to talk for five minutes to one person that I have never met before. Mm. Random person off the street. That is my daily goal, or it is a, day, a daily goal of mine. And what that does, right, and I, I still do that. I still I do that every day. And like literally two days ago, I made a special trip out to Meyer so that I could talk to a random person that I'd never met before. <laughs> and it was this wonderful old lady who it was actually one of the workers there, wonderful old lady, I was talking to her about Mother's Day. It was wonderful. We had this great conversation. And I left that conversation being like, I just talked to someone I'd never met before. Confidence boosted, level up. Like, that's one of the best ways to build your confidence and your ability to network is just start talking to random people. Because you will start to learn that people don't care what you think. They don't. Like, they don't, they don't, like, people don't care, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, who's going to care if they, like, you'll, most of the time, people are so absorbed in their own thoughts that, you, that they won't even notice. So that'll help you build your confidence networking with normal people, which means that when you go to these big business conferences, you'll have the confidence to go talk to this, this big business guy, this millionaire, because you've already talked to 50 random other people that you've never met before. Yeah, yeah I love that. And I guess really what you're saying there is almost be, be okay with if you go out and try networking. And, and let's say, I mean air quotes here, but you, you fail, you know, you just have a very yeah. awkward, an awkward conversation. It doesn't go well. Um, you know, even if you fail, like Chase was saying, they're not even thinking about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. They've already moved on um, to new thoughts in their mind. They're thinking about themselves. Maybe they thought they were the awkward one and you were just fine. You know, so be okay with that um, quote unquote failure, you know, because really it's just a learning experience. Um, and so I, I think that's great advice there. Uh, another thing is, is don't really overthink that stuff. I am a yeah. professional overthinker. I overthink everything. And, and I think that I should just do better about, you know, just being a little bit more spontaneous, having those conversations like Chase is saying, um, and then not overthinking them after the fact. Just go up, um, show up, be authentic. Um, and, and from there, just don't overthink how the conversation goes uh, and, and just do the best you can. 
Here, here's one more piece of advice that I have is like, when you're talking with these people, right, treat them like your friends, which is easy to say, but hard to do. So here, here's, here's how I try and do it. It's like, you have to have this mindset, right? The, what, you, what you perceive in the world is what you're going to receive from the world. So like, like that, that's just a fact. What you perceive is what you receive. So if you're, if you're standing in this conversation, you're thinking, this person wants me to do good. They want to get to know me. They want to talk with me. They want to connect with me. Well, that's what you're going to receive. You're going to receive someone who's like energetic and they're excited by you and mm. they're talking to you and they're learning from you and they want to connect with you. That's what you're going to receive. But if you perceive in your head that they are hostile, that they don't want to talk to you, that you don't belong here, that's what you're going to receive. You're going to stumble up in your conversation. You are going to think this person is being hostile when really they might not be. You'll perceive slights that aren't there, and then you'll end up just awkwardly ending that conversation. Mm, yeah, for sure. Uh, one last thing I want to touch on is just, you know, we've kind of talked about, you know, how to approach people, you know, how to get that confidence yes. to do so, you know, the, the initial sort of impression you make with your, your body language, your handshake, your smile, all that. We've talked about that. But as far as what do you say, I think, you know, people kind of talk about these things called elevator pitches all the time. And I think it's actually very important to know what these are and to also know what yours is. Because at the end of the day, if you just have 30 seconds at an elevator to tell someone your story, tell them about you, and um, you're hoping to connect to them more in the future, you need to know what, um, what you're going to say in that situation. And I think it comes down to a few things that you want to say. You know, one, obviously you want to tell them your name, where you're from, that type of thing. You want to tell them what you're involved in, you know, maybe where you work, any extracurriculars you're involved in. Um, but then most importantly, like your passion, things that get you fired up, things that you're going to be working on in the future. Um, I think those are kind of like the three key components, just a quick elevator pitch, you know, and, and practice that. Come up with it um, and see what you can come up with because, you know, if you have that locked down by the time you, you're ready to go network with people, I think you're just going to be so much better off um, in those conversations. Definitely. And, and here, here's my other two cents. is like if you have a longer period of time to talk to people, like obviously what Jacob's saying is 100% right. Get your elevator pitch ready because if you if you see freaking elon musk in an elevator i mean what you gonna do huh <laughs> i i don't know what i would do i'd probably fan over him but if you have a longer period of time like if you're if you're at a networking conference and you're able to stand there and talk to someone for a little while listen to them because people love hearing themselves talk people love hearing about talking about their own passions and their missions and their visions mm -hmm. it's a big thing dale carnegie <laughs> <laughs> the other people think the other thing one more thing is that, like, what is Jacob? Let me let me ask you a theoretical question here. What is your favorite word in the world? Ooh, man. I, don't, I would probably say impact. And it's it's kind of a trick question, Jacob, because it's your name. That's your favorite word <laughs> in the whole world That's because true. it's you. It represents you. When I say your name, Jacob, it gets your attention. Like you, yeah. you turn your head, you look at the person who said your name, you perk up, your brain is like, oh, hold up, that's, that's me. That is my sense of self is being called upon by someone else. That's how you get people's attention, right? Like think about when you used to be a kid in class, right? If you were like snoozing off or paying attention to something else and the teacher says your name, your head snaps back. You're like, what's up? <laughs> what's happening? Huh? Like. That's what happens. Your name gets your attention. It's like this 
I don't know. It's like this, almost like a dog whistle that gets your attention. The people's names are the sweetest word in the world to them. So if you're networking in person, mm. figure out people's names and repeat it back to them frequently. Mm. Because they, and this will make an impact on people. If you're saying their name, if you're listening to their vision, if you're, if you're being attentive and repeating what they say back to them, they will mesh with you. They will connect with you. They will remember you. Because they're going to hear a thousand other people. Like if you're at a networking conference, chances are they'll talk to another 30, 40, 50 people who I'm sure are going to walk up to them and be like, hey, I'm this guy. This is what I do. I do this thing. It's, it's cool. Like, how are you doing? You know, like, but, but me, 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 right? It's all about me. It's all about them. So when you are the one person that decides to listen as compared to talk, you're going to stand out from the crowd. Mm, yeah, I love that, Chase. And I guess, I mean, we're probably just going to wrap up the episode here, man. There was so yeah. many uh, great uh, just pieces of advice that we that we shared. And I think everyone kind of has a good idea of what they need to be trying to do um, going forward. So, Chase, Definitely. I'm going to try to try to say your podcast name again. I messed it up earlier, but the Entrepreneur's <laughs> Rebellion. The Young Entrepreneur's the Rebellion. Young, Close. Yeah. Forgot the young. Don't worry, okay. don't worry. All right, but guys, make sure you go check out his <laughs> podcast. Listen to the episode we just recorded about how to network online. That also had a ton of great pieces of advice there as well. But uh, Chase, it was just a pleasure having you on here today. I had so much fun, and I think we, we really provided some, some value to our audience. Yeah, man, I, I had so much fun on this podcast. I, I hope people learn from this. I hope what I said can help someone somewhere. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. All right, see you guys. Thank you for listening to the Teen Finance for Freedom podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it. 